welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. Each week we will discuss a new animal, learn a little bit more about them, and, I don't know, talk shit about them. We're both really zookeepers. Did I say that? And say now. <laughs> nothing we say reflects our organizations and all thoughts and opinions are our own. That's it. So with that, done. let's get grimy. All right. Haven't I'm here. Haven't I feel like I haven't done that in two weeks and I forgot everything. So <laughs> we take one extra day off and it's gone from our brains. And it's chaos. <laughs> it's chaos. Absolute. Mm-hmm. So what's up? What are your cats doing? What are you drinking? How have you been? What are you doing? How was work? Uh, all of the above. <laughs> I love the investment. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> I'm doing well. I actually went on a little vacation. Uh, and it, I went out into the woods, and I did some hiking, and drank some alcohol, and had a croissant. It was honestly ticked all the boxes. It was lovely. And then now it's back to reality. Oh! And then I'm not going to sing the rest, because we'll probably get a copyright infringement. But cool. I Other than that, it's been pretty good, I guess. Right now my cats are romping. Cool. So if you hear the big thumps in the background, that's what that is. Big thumps. <sighs> I was currently drinking a hot chocolate. Okay. Tis the season. And I had some fried rice for dinner. And everything's terrible. And hopefully people are out there voting. That's oh, That's all yeah. I have to say. Thank you for your time. How's your week? What are your cats doing? What are you drinking? I'm having, like, the worst week ever. I want to die yes, and lay in yes. a ditch and get hit by a car. And my cat in the ditch. <laughs> My cats are one sitting next to me, one sitting on the top of a chair, just like smashing the top of a chair. You know how they do that? Yes. And it like crumples into a cat shape and then it gets stuck like that forever. Uh, So that one's doing that. I'm drinking a mango White Claw. I ripped my pants today at work and I want to cease existing. Um, Yeah. Big mood. (laughs) And it's my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, dad. Oh my God. How old is he? (laughs) He's 60 fucking... Six? Seven? I can't. I already forgot. Old. Oh my, I didn't get him anything. Old man energy. I didn't either. I didn't even call him. He called me. He was like, do you oh. know what today is? I was like, yeah, it's your birthday. He's like, why didn't you call me? I was like, I don't know. He's like, well, I'm calling I to get my birthday. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that. I love that self-serving attitude, though. Like, I'm not going to wait for someone else to That's pretty much what he said. I'm true. <laughs> He's like, I'm calling so that you can tell me happy birthday. I was like, oh, shit. When you hit 66, though, like... That's the time where you're just like, no more fucks. Like, I'm getting what I get out of these people. <laughs> yeah, he was like in the woods smoking like a cigarillo or something and called me. I'm like, can I help you? Wow, <laughs> that's a big vibe. He was well, like, happy birthday, Flora Papa. And he was like, I was like, oh, sorry, I'm eating dinner. He's like, oh, you made something good? I was like, yeah, he ended up a fucking corn dog. He's like, well, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday to you, Papa. <sighs> so happy birthday, Papa Slug. You don't <laughs> no, listen to my podcast, so you won't ever you hear this. Won't ever hear this. <laughs> um. Okay. So this week we're talking about an animal. We always talk about animals. We do have a lot of vidness to go through. Yeah, Just a lot of stuff coming in the mail, and some new grime gang members. Thank God. Yeah. Last time they were just like leaving us to die, dropping with like flies, but no money, and just like impoverished. Do you um, want me to die? Slightly more poor than I currently am. How dare you? So first, let's talk about the P.O. Box. Got some good things in there coming yes. through in the slug mail hole that you shove shit in. Love that. So we did get a wedding invitation oh. uh, for October 24th, so I don't know if you can make it. Oh, uh, fuck. Where is it? Oh, uh, I forgot to look. <laughs> I, I think it's... No, it. no, 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 no. It's in. It's in Florida. Um, so I feel like if we both go, we could just go to Disney World. You know what I mean? Oh. I think it was near there. I don't know. I think all of Florida is near Disney World, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's probably how it works. Yeah. Plus, we could also just, like, get COVID together. Oh, for sure. For sure. For Love sure. that for us. So that would be their wedding gift is our presence and probably our COVID. Our so present sorry. is the present. So congratulations, Abby and Tuck and Tucker. What the fuck? Abby and Tyler. Who the fuck is Tucker? Oh. Your cat. Um, <laughs> Abby, thank you for marrying Tucker and 
getting him out of Fauna's home. I'm so uh, glad he finally had a purpose in life. <laughs> um, congratulations, you two. That's I, awesome. We're so glad to have a married couple in the Slug extended family. And Abby even like messaged us was like, "Did you get that invitation?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit, yeah, dude. Uh, what if I just showed up? Like, what if one of us seriously just like popped on they, over? They didn't know. tell anyone. Showed up just for the service." And, like, left before anyone could, like, approach us and be like, who the fuck are you? And we would just be like, I don't know. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Father of the bride, who are you? <laughs> and, like, is anyone gonna know? I'm gonna be wearing a mask, so... Valid. <laughs> I could be anyone in your I'm family. gonna wear a Halloween mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I love so, that for us. So, congratulations, Abby and Tyler. Again, thank you for inviting us. Um, we totally would be there, but it's, like, just this covid thing otherwise we would totally have been there though like totally because it's only like five million miles away from where we are and we could totally just like pop on over i could definitely get that time off approved hell yeah so thank you so much i loved seeing that uh in the mail we also got if the world wasn't crumbling and just like just 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 burning and dying and yeah it'd be a different self to death it'd It'd be be a a different different story yes but like love conquers all you know so like Mm -hmm. congratulations okay we also got some really great things in the mail from the land of oz uh jess sent us some pins like (gasps) p-i-n-s um and they just say fuck off on them which i (laughs) adore hello great pin that's a good pin it's a good pin just says fuck off hell yeah oh my god i need that like just constantly. I need to I just need to pin it to my skin, I think maybe. I'm going to make it like an eyebrow piercing. Ooh, I like that. What if I put it on my tongue? I won't be able to eat or drink or speak or breathe, but I'll just have it ready to go. But you would yeah, you'd be able to tell people fuck off without speaking, right, which is that's cool. Really cool. Um so thank you Jess. Always love all the gifts you send us from 4000 trillion miles away. <laughs> Uh, okay, we got a postcard from our anonymous fan. You know what I mean? You know that oh, one? The one and yes. only? Yes. This is my favorite postcard, probably. And, uh, yeah, it's got dinosaurs on it. Ooh, I love a dinosaur. Petrified Forest National Park. It's also got a dinosaur eating, like, another dinosaur on it. Oh, okay. Which is very big, cool. Big, big energy. So I want, I want this. But, um... Flora and Fauna, we guessed E last time, and there's three E's in this yes. really long username. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, so I don't know if you just want to guess another one. We've guessed A and E. I'll let. Oh, I think yeah. we get. I think I guessed E. So you go. You go. Okay. Um. Just a just an approximate. How many letters are in their name? Oh doing? yeah. One two three four five six. Because if seven, it's just eight. three and they're all three E, <laughs> uh, it's fourteen. Different. And the last three is like. E E blank, so it ends in like a like double a e, like a a weed or a or a yeet. seed or a yeet or hmm. a need or a creed. What if it's just like big fan of creed? What if that's that? What if that's them? <laughs> Wait, is that big fan of B I G? No. Oh, it's one letter short. I think. Yeah, it, they that need took to a ha- long time for me to figure that out. <laughs> I know. I know. Big fan of Creed. Oh, maybe there's an exclamation point at the beginning. <laughs> right. So, so true. So true. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just going to go straight and narrow. I'm going to go with an S. An S. Okay, fantastic. So um, anonymous person who sends us very cool postcards. Um, we guess S. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for your time. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Okay, we've got new Grime Gang members. We've got two of them. Okay. Word association, are you ready? Um, yeah. What are we going to do? We'll do... What about, like, best, like, freezer dinner? Like, sad freezer dinner? Sure, go for it. Okay. Okay, so the first one is just John. Literally, I have no other information about this person. They are anonymous <laughs> as fuck. I don't have an address, I don't have a last name, I have nothing. It's just John. Probably How an alias. How's it spelled? J-O-H-N. Oh, okay, it's got the H in there. All right. John was like, uh, don't you dare fucking speak one word about me on your fucking <laughs> podcast. I give you nothing. If you even think about me... I'll scream. <laughs> um, okay, John, let's see. I think John probably gets down with those, like, beef taquitos. Nice. All right. Yeah. There's this guy. I don't know who this is. Uh, Whip. I don't know who that is. Who the fuck? Never heard of him. <laughs> Never. Never heard Never of heard him. Never heard of him. But he's a patron again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love it. They come and go, you know? 
They, well, as long as they always come. Uh, <laughs> whip, let's see. I, okay, like, this isn't a meal, but I just am feeling shady toward him, and I feel like he is just, like, eating a bag of peas. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> That's what he deserves. Good job, you deserve for leaving us, you ass. <laughs> Enjoy like we wouldn't notice bitch. when you came crawling back, bitch. Fucking <laughs> crawling, crawling Whatever. to the front door. See in the Discord. So yeah, if you guys are interested in becoming a Grime Gang member, that's on Patreon.com/slash/KeeperChat. If you're interested in us just like double, triple, bajillion-y roasting you, I guess just join and leave a thousand times. Um, also <laughs> join us in the Discord because that's the fun, the fun spot. We watch movies. We've been watching spooky movies. We've watched Hocus Pocus. We've watched Beetlejuice. We do fun things. All of us play Fall Guys. I think fucking the whole Discord owns Fall Guys at this point. We yeah. play Among Us, which we love to endearingly call Among Us, and it's just a good time yep. in there. Um, it's self-care. It's fun. People are nice, and no one is mean, and it's fantastic. So, um, <laughs> It's honestly what we need right now. Join us in there. Yeah, it's the only thing I look at every day. Like, I... You know, like, there's days where I'm not in the mood to, like, do something, but I'm, like, always in the Discord, honestly. It's mm-hmm. the best, so... So thank you guys so much. Uh, the Discord keeps me alive. Okay, and then finally, we have been doing something for this whole week, which is bazonker badonkers, which mm-hmm. is like raising money to tattoo a man. Another one of our <laughs> fantastic <Objectively> sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, our fantastic patrons came up with this insane idea. So thank you if you guys anybody else has any fucking weird ideas to raise money for conservation, like holler at your boys. Mm-hmm. So. Um, thank you, Sasquatch, for approaching us with this. Thank you for letting us do this. Um, the voting ends tonight. We're recording the night of the final night. I don't know who it's going to be. It's down to the wire. It's between rhinos, eye eyes, and a sawfish. So it's either going to be a fucking like, ri- like horny unicorn, a fish with a fucking sword on its face, yep. or a gremlin with like ET fingers. So I don't no, even know. I don't even know. But we've raised over $600 for conservation in this past week, which is awesome. So thank you guys so much for supporting um, conservation, animal conservation. That's awesome. So all of those donations will go directly to, like, the Save Our Seas Foundation, the Duke Lemur Center, as well as the International Rhino Foundation, um, depending on which one you vote for. So that's awesome. Thank you guys again for that. That's weird. It's incredible. I'm obsessed with it. I know. I'm just like, wow. I feel like I need to do something crazy. Like, we need to step up our crazy. We're being out crazy by our own patrons. And I feel threatened. Yeah. Like, my throne's being taken. I need to do something right. fucking bonkers. So. I know. Because you and I are, like, dumb and weird. So the fact that someone else is out dumbing and out weirding us is sort of like, mm, I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm excited. I'm aroused by it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Okay, so this, also, if you didn't know, Patreon patrons, as well as being insane and tattooing weird animals on themselves, they also pick the episodes every week. Yep. So, like, five weeks ago when I meant to research this podcast, I asked for a spooky animal. We're in October, we're in the midst of spooky season, which is my favorite season. The best um, season. Which is great. It's just, like, hits off seasonal depression. It's fantastic for everyone. Okay, and <laughs> so we you asked for... A- you need to bust out your animal. prism, dude. Oh my god, you know what? I I retract all statements. I just wanted to go back to, um, and thank you for everyone for the t- tattoo contest, but thank you, Dweeb, for making us some really awesome, like, graphic art for the contest. Yeah. I originally made the graphic art in Microsoft Paint with my own two hands. I know, like, the original stuff, you guys were like, whoa, this looks like something really inspirational from, like, this famous graphic artist. It was just me alone for an hour with Microsoft Paint. And then Dweeb was like, I mean, that's okay, but, like, I can do this. And made us some, like, really awesome graphic art. So thank you, Dweeb. If you guys are interested in Dweeb's art, you can check out Dweeb Draws on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes has – takes commissions, sometimes has an Etsy – or, yeah, Etsy, yeah. Uh, sometimes does other things. But just follow her on there for more stuff or on Twitter or on, like, I don't know, everything. Or just, like, join in Patreon and just, like, get in there because – she's in discord and like then you see her amazing art all the time Fuck yeah, uh, dude. like we do we're blessed and she's so talented like so much more talented than anything these like filthy claws could dream up no i mean <laughs> so. my art was like arguably better i would mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. because i tried really hard <laughs> but um she is an artiste and so it was actually blew my shit out of the park it looked like i took a sh- like 
seeing them to side by side in our Instagram feed made me also again want to just like lay down in a ditch and get hit by a bus. Right. But, you know, it's like is the, her passion. <laughs> it actually is, whereas mine is um, ignoring responsibilities. Right. Okay, so that's all I want to say about that. Okay, so back to avoiding responsibility. I took forever to pick what I wanted to do. I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. I like called the patrons on the telephone and was like, everyone that commented, I want something else. And so Dweeb and Ivan, thank you guys so much for helping me last minute. Dragoonity was there as well. Uh, we decided on the bearded vulture. Sick. I love a weird Which bird. wasn't even a suggestion. Like we came up with it together and then someone just like typed it in <laughs> afterwards. Excellent. God damn it. <laughs> So if you want to also rig the vote, you need to be in Discord to do it. Yep. So we're talking about the bearded vulture, which is, in fact, a bird. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about him for a little bit. So this is an animal chordate, an aves, class mm-hmm. aves. It's a bird. Um, He's a bird. The order is Accipitriformes, cool. family Accipitridae. Mm-hmm. The genus is Gepatus. Okay. And the species is Barbados. That's cool. Ooh. Get it, girl. So, let's see. The exhibitor part of the order name does mean hawk, and a formase means like. So, hawk-like. Mm-hmm. That tracks. Of his genus, the Jepatus, he's the only member. So, he's not, you know, not super related to a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That doesn't make any sense. Obviously, he is related to other things. <laughs> He's not just, but like, not the missing super. fucking link. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I mean? And these, the order of a, a Cipitriformes, these are the diurnal birds of prey. So this is, like, hawk, eagles, kites. It's a lot of different species of birds of prey, but it actually does not include falcons. Mm. And the closest living relative of the bearded vulture is actually the Egyptian vulture. Vulture. Jesus. Egyptian vulture. Mm-hmm. Um, who does look also cool but i will say not as cool as the bearded vulture bearded vulture way cooler and i know everyone's like oh my god we already did vulture yeah but we like talked about all vultures and this one's insane so just shut the fuck up we pulled the classic fauna and now we're regretting it and by (laughs) we i mean me and flora has always hated me for this (laughs) and we are now backtracking because we're running out of animals no i'm just joking but this animal is very cool Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to talk about it because it's different. But you have the general knowledge, and so now you can appreciate the species. You know what I mean? Like, they need that yes. base stuff. Now you can dive deep. To get in just deep in there. Right. So the range of this motherfucker is pretty big. Like, the habitat that he lives in is big. From, like, Europe to, like, East Siberia. And then just, like, parts of Africa. Mm-hmm. Just a just like a lot of places He's but it's not like it's all over yeah it's not like i mean it's kind of connected the ones in africa are separate but this east siberia to like europe is kind of like a continuous kind of crazy big ass range okay so he's got a lot of land uh to choose from mm-hmm. in theory in theory and where he's actually gonna be like uh living his preference would just be like mountaintops mountain cliffs uh, a lot of like craggy, canyony, rocky, just like, just like bird town, you know? Yeah, that good stuff. That good, that good, good bird real estate. There's apparently a word, Inselberg. Whatever. That's apparently it means an isolated hill or rock. Oh, that sounds like bird town, USA. Inselberg. Inselberg. Like Inselberg. <laughs> yeah. What it is? Kinda, mm, yeah. Mm, okay. And then occasionally they do travel to the United Kingdom. Okay. They were spotted there in 2016 and 2020. Oh. Which I feel like probably was an omen for something awful. I don't know what happened there in 2016 and 2020, but he didn't come like in peace. I don't think. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at him, and I think he's probably got business. Like he probably brought his business there, and it's yeah dark business. Right. So sorry. Murder bird business. For whoever was there. Yeah, whoever that. was on the receiving end <laughs> of the bearded vulture bird business. <laughs> whoever fucking opened the door to that knocking <laughs> door salesman. Um, sorry. They regret. It. You're probably dead by now. Probably. Yeah, you're not. You don't even hear this. I'm so sorry. Ooh. But they are going to prefer 
kind of desolate areas, yeah. lightly populated. They're not going to be like downtown city center places. They want to be in places where there's lots of big mammal predators, lots of wolves, maybe some like golden eagles even, some just like bigger vicious predators. They want a bunch of those just like dicking around. Oh, yeah. Okay. They are populating those higher elevation areas, so they're kind of rare if you go below 1,000 meters or about 3,300 feet. Okay. So that sweet spot is generally above 2,000 meters or about 6,600 feet. Some high birds. So, yeah, just, like, soaring up there. But anywhere, like, kind of above that tree line, again, they don't want to, like, roost in a tree. Mm-hmm. They want to be on a fucking crag. I I need the crag. If you try to give me a tree, I'll scream. Crag or die. <laughs> crag or die. House Hunters, crag edition. Crag or die. <laughs> I am a... They look like the craggiest <laughs> bird. A, um, a door-to-door vacuum salesman. Uh-huh. And she pokes the holes in donuts. And our budget for our crag is $7 billion. <laughs> and one soul. We've got some souls to spend, you know, so, like, we're, you know, souls are no object at this point. No, I got the, at least two souls from those two UK trips. Yeah, yeah. And we're set. I could buy the best Inselberg in town. <laughs> I need the best Inselberg crag. It's got to have a pool. I need that fireplace. <laughs> I need a rock, and my next door neighbor's got to be a wolf, or I'm walking. <laughs> Fucking out of here. Uh, So, yeah, above that tree line... And they are found on Mount Everest, oh. so really, really high, 7,300 meters or about 24,000 feet. So oh, motherfucker good... just, like, sounds unstoppable to me, really. Sounds like it's probably got some good crags up there. I, I, I have, I don't, I've never seen Mount Everest in person, and I probably never will, but, like, the limited right. knowledge oh, I have no. is, like, craggy. Yeah, I feel like there's, like, snow somewhere and, oh, like, crags. Yeah. Snow, crags, and, maybe... and frozen people. Maybe potentially like some sort of yeti. Oh yeah. If I had to oh, guess, the realtor of the mountain. He is the realtor. <laughs> He's the realtor. He's the realist realtor. Oh my god. Uh, I have seventy-five Steam notifications that everyone we've ever known is playing Among Us. So also, if you like Among Us, join the Discord because they're all playing literally right now without because <laughs> they can't get enough. Because they can't get enough of Among Us. Okay. So the description of this that. big motherfucking bird is mm-hmm. big. He's about 94 to 125 centimeters long. Wow. Uh, which is 37 to 49 inches long. A long man. So that's like tip to toe, toe to tip. Yeah. His wingspan, bigger, oh. is 2.31 to 2.83 meters, which it's is always seven. huge, dude. Always huge. Always huge. Seven and a half to nine and a half-ish feet. I always kind of like round. Those aren't always accurate. God, Don't he at me. just biff me right off of Mount Everest. Nine and a half feet. That wit, that wingspan. The girth of him. <laughs> the absolute I mean, girth of this man. And then what does he weigh? He's kind of heavy because he's kind of fucking big. It's four and a half to 7.8 kilograms, which is like 10 to 17 pounds. That's pretty big for a bird. Yeah, it's a hefty boy. Birds usually weigh like negative weight. So the fact yeah, that Yeah, it's he like celery. <laughs> you know, like when you eat celery, that's you, what a bird is. You burn more weight looking at a bird than you do of what the bird actually weighs. Yes. It makes sense if you don't think about it. Yes. <laughs> so females are going to be slightly larger than males because <gasps> Good for they're her. queens. Mm-hmm. And they are pretty unmistakable with kind of like the silhouette of other vultures mm-hmm. because their wings are actually like as long as they are, they're narrow. And then they have this really big wedge-shaped tail. So their silhouette is, like, very different than another vulture. Pick her out of a lineup. And basically their tail is longer than, like, the width of their wing. So, like, really narrow wing, fat ass. Oh. I see what you're saying. I see. That's a good silhouette, though. Cuts a nice It is. It's a strong silhouette. Her hips are... Strong. Strong. (laughs) She's got a good hip. It's just good. Like, of all the things that we had to have, I mean, obviously, they're not native to the United States, so, like, why would we pick them as, like, our national symbol? But, like, a bald eagle looks dumb in comparison to this thing. The hourglass figure is, you can't even compare. To the bearded vulture, please. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) 
bitch, you thought you looked good, and then she sashayed she into the in. room. Like, <laughs> poking all heads donut turned. holes out of donuts. <laughs> She's just, like, surrounded by, like, a mysterious mist, which you come to find out is, like, souls. Like, you can't even compete. What are you there no. with your feather no. boa? Please. Go home. Please. Literally go home. So, you might notice something about their head, which is different than other vultures. They're not bald. They don't have a bald-ass head. No, they've got stuff on it. They don't need it. They got feathers. But they do have a smaller head, but they have a thick, powerful neck. It looks And good. they have... They're, they are a slender bird. Like, they're pretty thin. But they do have, like, a hunched stance, which kind of makes them look bulky and thick and, like, ominous. Yes. When they're on the ground, they kind of have to do, like, a little waddly hop-hop because they do have really large, powerful feet. And <laughs> coloration-wise, <laughs> the adult is dark gray, white, um, kind of like a rusty color. The rust and, is good. Yeah, whenever you look at pictures of them, you'll probably notice, like, oh my god, they're, like, red or whatever. And some of those are accurate. Some of them are kind of doctored. Um... Because what their feathers actually are is white, but what they're going to do is, like, bathe in some, like, nasty fucking, like, crag water that's full of just, like, rust and, like, iron. I don't know. And then that gives them, like, that color. Oh. So they're okay. just, like, dust bathing in, like, muddy, silty bullshit water. Mm-hmm. And they also drink just, like, pure mineral water. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what gives them that kind of, like, appearance. That's a fucking they, Visco girl, dude. <laughs> they said they didn't know why it bathed in water. And I'm like, because it's bathing? Like, I don't understand why that's a question. So, like, let her live. She's getting She's her, to bathe. what is that called? Like, balayage? Where it's, like, an ombre, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's just getting that, but with, like, the mineral. Yeah. So I do think some of the pictures are, like, very doctored. But some of them, like, yeah, they have, like, a rusty... It's a little rust, so yeah, it's rust-colored. <laughs> it's rust-colored because it's rust. It's covered in rust. I don't know what to say. She's also got those, like, Marilyn Manson, like, spooky contacts in. Oh, Marilyn Manson. That's so good. Yeah, so she they also have, like, a like cream-colored forehead, but then these, like, really, really dramatic black bands kind of running across their eye, Eyeliner. and they go into the actual beard that is what they're named for. So they do have, like, a bristly black beard that goes right under their chin. It's what the caruncle should have been on the turkey if yeah. that thing hadn't been, like, punted straight into a fucking pit in hell. Yeah, and just, like, <laughs> remove the flesh, and now you have a beard, add the flesh, you have a caruncle. You have a caruncle, yeah. The beard looks cool, though. I It's, like, um, you know, it's kind of bold. It's, like, a bold black eyeliner, but then instead of, like, the lashes being on top, like, the fake lashes, she kind of put them, like, near, like, the tear spot, and, like, they're kind of jutting down. It's yeah. a bold look. It's a super dramatic look, for sure. I mm-hmm. think they look really cool. Mm-hmm. The rest of their body is, like, grayish- whatever so <laughs> that's it that's all you they get. don't have yeah they don't use a lot of just like bird song obviously like they're not songbirds no so they do like some shrill whistles that they use in breeding displays some little like nest baby chipper chirping chica cheek whatever the fuck i don't know they chat but uh you know they're not gonna be like percaw into the sky or whatever they kind of look like they'd have like a very deep throaty kind of sound just like that scary sound yeah. yeah but here's here's the thing so what do they eat right like they're a vulture so that means they're dead probably stuff, yeah a scavenger yeah so they're gonna ha- eat the remains of dead animals and yeah. their diet is kind of divided up like 93 percent mammals six percent birds and like one percent reptiles okay and then the breakdown of mammals they're usually going to find like medium to large ungulates and that's going to be most of what they're going to go for they don't want to go like too big so they're going to kind of avoid like large cows maybe some like large horses just because that's like a bigger thing they do transport the food around so like moving that around is a lot so that's just not like worth the energy expenditure so they're going to go for those like medium to large size stuff makes sense so you're probably wondering at this point, like, okay, it's a vulture. Uh-huh. You already did a vulture episode. Right. Why the fuck are you talking about this? Mm-hmm. It bathes in shit water. Yes. Like, why should I care? But it's October, right? So I wanted to go with something spooky. Yeah. And there's plenty of stuff that, like, scares us. Like, there's scary animals that kill us. There's scary people that kill us. There's 
I don't know, Freddy Krueger and like scary stuff. But what scares the scary stuff? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And the bearded vulture scares the scary stuff because you know what he eats? He eats bones. And oh. what's made of bones? Skeletons. <gasps> so what scares skeletons? My fucking bearded vulture kids, you gotta oh. chomp him. I like that. Okay, because like so next time you're think- scared of like a spooky, scary skeleton, just be like a bird would eat you. <laughs> like this, like weird bird that weighs like seven kings would eat you. Um, he could eat you. That makes perfect sense because, like, in my mind, the first thing I think of if I'm a skeleton is like I don't have anything to worry about. I'm dead. Like I I'm have dead. The, like flesh and the goo that made me so exactly. Vulnerable. I'm just like yeah, basically like a pile of like organized rocks. But- right. Like it's time to haunt. <laughs> yes. Time to flaunt. Right. I got my bones out. I'm ready to party. But with this bird out there, like, oh, I don't know. You can never rest. I'm not really at ease. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always just that kind of, always that little tickle in the back of my mind. Like, Like, everyone has a weakness. Like, vampires don't like garlic. Right. Like, (laughs) their weakness. uh, They have a Freddy Krueger doesn't like fire. Oh, is that his thing? Fucking, yeah, because he, like, got torched because he was, like, a pedophile. Oh, like set him on fire why didn't anyone ever set him on fire i never watched all those movies um you know there's seventeen thousand of them i think they tried and i mean he got burned originally which is why then he was like spooky scary but fire in fire on the second time didn't do anything i just don't think he liked it but also he's killing you like in your sleep so i don't mm. think you really have that much control hmm. over the situation i mean what if i'm a lucid dreamer I feel like this has all come up before. I'm sorry. I'm derailing us. Yeah, I mean, there, we need to watch all 17 of those. Maybe we'll do that next in the Discord. Join oh, us. Okay. okay. Um. Okay, but yeah, so he actually just consumes real bones. It's real bones, yeah. It said he usually disdains meat, which I thought was Whoa. a bit extreme. He doesn't disdain it. I'm like, fucking calm down. How he would just... anyone even know that? True. Unless <laughs> he told them. <laughs> Unless he spoke latin to them <laughs> open up his bird beak the word sounded like the a bird door word. creaking open and spoke latin so oh, his diet latin. is 85 to 90 percent just straight up bone marrow oh and it's like mammal bones right because you said it was like 94 percent like mammals yes okay i'm putting all these percentages together <laughs> to get a better yes. idea of this man's diet make yourself a graph if you need to i can send you what to put on your axes and we'll fill this out i want to do like a venn diagram with the two different percentage graphs and then like put them together and then have the little like wiggly bit be where it overlaps i don't think that's that how any of those work but like it would never work <laughs> it's my dream let me live <laughs> So this is the only living bird species that eats bone marrow, specializes in eating bone wow, marrow. Sorry. Only one. Okay. But, you know, like, have you ever eaten bone marrow before? No, it, it skeeves me. Maybe unintentionally I have, but mm. um, not, I've never, like, cracked into a bone and, like, scooped it out and eaten it. It just kind of skeeves me a little bit. So I've had bison bone marrow, okay. and they just, like, give you the bone, yeah. and you just get, like, a little fork and dig it out? Yes. I went out to dinner with some friends, and a girl in our group got um something with bone marrow. And, yeah, it was just, like, a hunk of, like, a femur. And it was just, like, goo. Yeah. And she she was just sucking on that bone, and I was just watching, like, the whole time, like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome for us, because we have hands and utensils, Correct. but he doesn't. So how does he get the bone marrow out? Crunch? Well, he doesn't. He just consumes the entire bone whole. Oh. Swallows that motherfucker, deep throats it, slams it back, and then takes a bath in just, like, silt water. <laughs> Just like the blood of his enemies or whatever. Spa night, baby. Self care. You're insane. Swallow some bones. So he and can actually take a, take a bath and rust water. Swallow them whole. He can also chew up like some of the brittle pit bits. Yeah. Um, and he can swallow up to the size of a lamb's femur, which I thought was just a super <laughs> fun fact that I literally could not relate to. So I did Google a lamb's femur is seven to twelve inches pretty big you can just swallow that whole thing which is like what how many centimeters do you think that the scientists that discovered that um you know they gave him all these different types of femurs and different other bones and uh once he hit that one he was like "Ooh, that's that's my so, limit like yeah that's about as, as he probably choked and go. died <laughs> they're like mm. that's uh 
17 to 30 centimeters. Sorry, I can't even convert numbers without Google. It's okay. But yeah, he probably did. prepared us for this. He had like a mutant lemur that was 13. Mutant lemur. Mutant <laughs> lamb. A mutant lemur. <laughs> a lamb femur. Also, if you're a cool kid known as a lemur, it was 13 inches long, choked on it, died. Everyone was there. And he's like, wow, okay, 12 is the limit. Okay. Hard, Everyone hard limit. Hard Someone limit. clapped. Fuck. Those hard. fucking scientists, dude. The real enemy. When will they rest? Never. <laughs> so he has an incredibly, obviously, powerful digestive system, right? Yeah, he yeah. can just, like, swallow bone. Um, and his stomach acid can just really quickly dissolve these large pieces because it's just, like, super acidic. It's estimated to be about a pH of 1. <laughs> okay. That's very acidic. Which is just acid. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's real acidic. It's probably like God. what my esophagus feels like after I consume ketchup. Like because I have yeah. acid reflux disease, say, dude. Like this man, I could probably eat a bone on those. Some of those days, I feel like I could just eat a bone. <laughs> You're on the vulture spectrum of acid on the stomach. I am cooking from the inside out. He doesn't even need the tums, though. You know, like he's just like acid's my game. Crunching bones is my name. Or whatever yeah. the fuck. <laughs> I think I fucked that up. But you know what I mean. He doesn't need it. Yeah. He's like all heartburn all the time, baby. He doesn't care. He's unstoppable. So he can digest large bones in about 24 hours. Some good turnaround, I think. Okay. That's what I was going to ask when you said like swallow a lamb femur. Hole. That's really hard to say. Lamb femur. Hole. Yeah. That's why I said lemur yeah. that one time. Yeah, I get it. I get it now. Um, but I was I was wondering like does he just like sit up really straight because he's got this big fucking bone in him or oh no you ever seen a bird swallow like oh my god they can just like like the penguins they they're eating fish like the size of their entire body and they just like once it's past that throat they like they shrug their shoulders and squish it down deep into their belly and then it just disappears that's insane yeah meanwhile and... I like take too big of a bite of my sandwich and I'm like I have to lay down oh yeah how did I ever survive. I know, and again, they don't they don't choke, right? Because they're like esophagus and trachea are not like fucking two sides of the same coin like ours is, where it's just like yeah. here's this flaccid little piece of shit separating you from death. Bye. Good fucking luck, bitch. See you never. So they can just choke the shit back. But um, do they even have yeah, like the... a gag reflex? Um, a gag reflex? No, I didn't think so. So like, even a bird if they... can just have a bone. No, they can regurge. Yeah. If they want to. Yeah, but it's not like they're like... No, because they don't choke. That's... So they wouldn't need the reflux to, like, shoot it out. Yeah. Oh, man. That must but be they can nice. sure shoot it out if they want. They can sure shoot that bone out if they, they need to. They got full control of that, <laughs> actually. Imagine you're the scientist watching this bird just, like, deep throat this lamb femur, and then he just, like, fucking launches it like a bazooka out of his throat at you. I would scream. Dude, I've been slapped by so many regurged fish, I can't even. <laughs> Assault. <laughs> they come shooting out and they like flick their head back and forth and so it literally goes flying. God, it's like it's a insane. death attempt. It's insane. Okay. It feels personal. <laughs> um, so the high, fo- high oh, the high fat content of the bone marrow like is good so this is worth like the energy expenditure of digesting for 24 hours right oh yeah it's just the same if not just as good um as just like consuming muscle so it's like he's got, got like, some like good gut. energy if you've got yeah. that like strong belly you might as well eat the shit no one else wants right just like eat bones bones dude <laughs> so if you think about it too like Let's say there's a bunch of, like, birds in an area or a bunch of predators. That's why he wants to hang out with those wolves, right? They're going to come in. They're going to do the killing for you. They're going to consume all the meat off the bones. Bugs are going to come through. All this stuff is going to come through. This bone is just going to start sitting on this mountainside. Craig. Dehydrates. Yeah. And then there's no bacteria, right? It all gets just, like, UV fucking zapped off of it. Baked. And this guy can come in a month later. And just, like, swallow some bones. Like, he doesn't... There's no rush. Right. He doesn't have to, like, worry about the new tray of food at the buffet. He could just sit and wait for all the gluttons to get their fill. And then yeah. three months from now, he's like, oh, I can head up now. It's my turn. Yeah. Time to just eat bones. Oh. So that's a really helpful thing, too, is they don't have to, like, rush into stuff. They're not competing with really a lot of other 
I mean, no other predators are just, like, eating these bones, so they've got it, like, pretty much made in the shade. Um, so let's say, in theory, like, they bit off more they can chew. They have, like, this big bone, and maybe it's just too long. They can't, they can't swallow it. It's too thick. They, they have learned how to crack open the bones by flying really high into the air, 50 to 150 meters, 160 to 490 feet, and then dropping them onto sharp rocks and sharp crags. Where they smash. And then you've just got into, like, like a million pieces. bone shards that they can also eat with their yep. iron fucking gut. Yeah. <sighs> and they are, even though they're like a, a heavy bird, I mean, they're strong. So they can actually carry the, like, almost their entire weight. So they can carry, like, huge bones, um, big in diameter, up to four inches in diameter, weighing over, like, eight or nine pounds. Uh-huh. And they can just pick them up and throw them, eat them smash them that's pretty good okay now that you say that like i imagine that our spooky bone boy skeletons are probably like they're sweating a little bit you know because like well and that's the thing about being like they can be left to dehydrate like you could be you're never safe i mean you're never safe it's never just like oh two those bones are too old you can never get complacent it's always looking over your bone shoulder Unless you find out a way to, like, hollow out your own bones. But even still, like, that bird's not going to know. Or maybe he'll just eat you for fun. Right. He's got a test to, like, see. He doesn't. Yeah, you're right. He wouldn't know. Fuck. He'd still be fucked. If, uh, uh, when you die, do you want this bird to eat your bones? Sure. Asking for a friend. (laughs) Yeah, I'd get eaten. (laughs) Okay. I wish you could just, like, get set out and just, like, have stuff consume you. I guess it's, like, upsetting to other people to, like, watch it maybe or something, but... But if you're on, like, a craggy cliff where there's not going to be anyone anyways, who cares? Yeah. Like, I definitely wouldn't want just, like, a domestic dog to eat me or something. I feel like that'd be a waste. Like, give me just something, like, endangered or threatened or something. (laughs) Like, let them eat me. I don't know. Like, maybe we need to do some blood work first because it might not be, like, the best because I'm just full of corn dogs and white claw. Oh, we're all all probably full of, like, microplastics. So, like, maybe not. Oh, for sure. But I don't know. Yeah, we're probably toxic as fuck. Does that get into your bone marrow? Maybe you could just donate your bones. Good question. Like, the rest know. of you is like poisoned and toxic, but like your bones are right. probably good. So someone needs to skin me and I don't know, feed me to bugs. I guess the bugs wouldn't mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I can make that happen. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um. So th- he can actually just like repeat the process as many times as necessary to crack open bones mm-hmm. to like the size that he can consume, and this is like a skill that requires practice because you need to be able to like land it on the right spot. So they're gonna practice this a lot as juveniles, and it says it takes up to seven years to master, which is just a oh. stupid thing to say because like how would we even know that? <laughs> I don't know. Seven years to bone daddy. <laughs> yep. But he will consume flesh a lot of times during the breeding and nesting season. Um, because they don't actually regurge to their chicks. What they do is actually bring them, like, flesh. So they're actually gonna, like, bring mm. them whole prey and stuff like that and let them consume them, um, themselves. Nice. And they will- Can't coddle them too much, you know? Right. And they will attack live prey. So they have a couple of different techniques for that. And they actually think that in the world of vultures, who are all scavengers, that the bearded vulture may actually attack- more regularly than any other vulture species so they do have that capacity one of their favorite little things to snack on would be live tortoises um because they literally just grab them fly them really high into the sky and crack them open like a jack-o'-lantern and eat their gooey turtle tortoise insides God, what a way to go. Yay. To get yeeted through the air off of Mount Everest as this little tortoise. I know. It's like a skydiving trip that you literally didn't ask for. And then no one gave you a parachute. <laughs> ask for this. <laughs> yeah. It's my nightmare. Imagine you're up on Mount Everest and you're like hiking around. You're like a human, not a, to- not a tortoise. But like you're up there and all of a sudden this fucking like demon bird comes flying out and is like choking down a 12 inch bone. Yeah. It just pops out of a corner. I'd probably shriek. Well, listen to this. So there's a Greek playwright who is said to have been killed by a tortoise dropped on his bald head when a bearded vulture mistook it for a stone. I feel like that's a So imagine you're bald. hiking on Mount Everest and you're a famous Greek fucking poet or whatever and a tortoise brains you to death. And the Gosh, vulture probably Don't was, like, <laughs> a baby, and he was learning. He's like, oh, I didn't do it right. Just, like, killed a man. 
No, I'm sure he was like, look at that fucking baldy. <laughs> fucking kill him, dude. Two birds with one stone. Get some hair, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that poor tortoise is like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just the weapon. <laughs> wow. Getting brained on Mount Everest. Yeah, can that you? <laughs> he could have been the next great playwright like he could have i think he was i think he was a i don't know how to pronounce his name so i'm not gonna try but i think he was maybe he still had some like really good stuff up there you know up top in the the old ticker i just can't imagine someone using me as a weapon to kill another thing you know like that alone is crazy that he turned him into a bowling ball of destruction it's outrageous rain hell down on that man that fucking tortoise. She's like a torpedo. Holy shit. Um, imagine being the guy who was with the guy who got brained. <laughs> You're just like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> no one will believe me. Right? Honestly, he probably just murdered that man and was like, oh, I saw a bird do it. Yeah, okay. Literally this no bird, one believes here, you. Here's the thing. This bird picked up this tortoise and fucking hooked it at him 300 miles an hour. Cracked this man's skull open. Nah. I don't know what nah, happened. He's a murderer. He's a murderer. <laughs> so they have this like really fantastic, obviously effective fly and drop technique. And they can do this for small mammals as well. So rock hyrax, hares, marmots. They can pick them up, fly them high, drop them till they're swallow dead. Them. And then just yeah. swallow their bones or their meat. That's horrible. Even one time, a 62 centimeter or 24 inch long monitor lizard was seen oh. being yeeted. Yikes, dude. Yeah. I bet he wasn't pleased. No. Probably had a bad day. That's a bad day. Man, what if you're like, <laughs> what if you're so close to the top of Mount Everest and you just get picked up and yeeted and then you, you get your bones eaten? It might like, happen more oh, often than dude. we even know. That's what I'm saying. Like, ugh. This guy's like the guardian. He's like, you're not worthy. I actually <laughs> just read a book you. about Sasquatch. It's called like de-evolution and it's about Mm -hmm. just like if sasquatch is real and one of the things that they in the book i don't know if this is real life because i don't follow sasquatch lore but it's like they throw stones as like threatening behaviors and like what if people what if that was like yeah they people think yetis throw stones but really it's just these birds just like throwing shit and rocks at people trying to break open our skulls and Yeah. yeah just throwing tortoises at everybody Guy's got like a little slingshot. He's the Yeti he's all just along. Taking us off on Everest. Oh, you know what though? He makes a good looking Yeti. Yeah. Big Yeti energy, that's for sure. Big Especially bird if he's Yeti. got like snow on him, he probably looks even bigger. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. So holy shit. Let's say you're a bearded vulture and you're just like big hungry. You're not yeah. marmot hungry. You're not tortoise hungry. You're big hungry. You want to eat an ibex. You want to eat a goat. You want to eat a steenbok. I don't even know what that is, but you want to eat it. Uh huh. What they can do is just, like, scare the shit out of you. <laughs> they can just come up behind you, scare the shit out of you, and beat the shit out of you with their giant fucking wings until you fucking fall off that crag and fall to your death. They could do that, too, <laughs> and they do. Scary. And they do. I don't doubt it. I don't fucking doubt it. That's the least surprising thing you could have told me. Imagine him just, like, hulking around the corner. <laughs> Coming at you. I would fall to my death. You just, like, are on a fucking crag on your little hoofstock tiptoes, just, like, cragging about. You make eye contact with this thing, and it's like, I'm going to come smack the shit out of you till you fall off. And you're then like, I'm going to eat your bones. N- nothing I can do about and that. And then I'm going to come eat your <laughs> fucking bones. And you're just like, fuck. God, I had shit to do. But I guess this is my lot in life. Hey, here's a question. Would you rather be killed by being picked up and yeeted to death? Like, either but as a weapon of death toward others and yourself, or just yourself? Or be on your tiptoe little goat hooves on a mountainside and then get like scared and beat to death you know i think i'd rather be yeeted because the other the second option sounds like way more tumbly bone breaky you know you're just gonna get injured on the way down whereas if like if you just took me up high and dropped me like the initial crack would probably like do me in yeah but if i'm just like tripping and falling down like a mountain for like 800 (laughs) feet like i'm gonna be like I'm going to feel real bad. I'm going to feel bad at the end. Like, my bones will already be exposed for him to eat because they will be shattered. Right. Whereas if you just drop me on, let's say, Greek poet, then I'm probably... Then I'm probably a goner, yeah. I think (laughs) I'd prefer that. 
Plus, I feel like I wouldn't have to deal with just the fright because I get I just don't like when people startle me. Yeah. And so and <laughs> like he if, might startle you because like if I just like he comes around a corner and he surprises me and then beats me up and then pushes me off like that's just a lot to go through. Whereas like mm-hmm. if he just picks me up, I probably won't even quite know what's going it on. It might be and fun then, for a minute, you know, like you feel free, yeah. like especially if you're just like a marmot can you imagine a marmot like getting off six feet of ground like those things are fat af he probably doesn't jump or do anything else you're flying (laughs) for a little bit that's cool yeah and then before you know it you're in the skull of a man and you're also dead so it's fine okay decided decided (laughs) and that's that so they're usually when they're doing that technique they're gonna go for like animals that look unsteady sick injured young me ones that that like like obviously their tippy toes don't grip well also, just to continue, just like the thought of murder and yeah. human death, mm-hmm. there is an unsubstantiated anecdote of a human mm-hmm. killed by a bearded <laughs> vulture scaring the shit out of him and making okay. him fall off a mountain. Yeah. No, I have no doubt that that is absolutely the true. The biologists all could, like all say that it must have been an an, uh, an accident. Like, the bearded vulture did it on accident. And I'm like, who are you covering for? <laughs> a big bearded vulture. It's like, like what? keep this under wraps, yeah. bitch. Like, they're all just like, oh, no, 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 that was an accident. And I'm like, mm. Like, way to throw your homie under a bus, though. Sus. Yeah. Like, I would definitely be like, oh, the thing that looks like that? No, that thing's not innocent. <laughs> the yeah. thing killed Robert. Are you kidding me? <laughs> So Robert someone died because that guy scared him. Someone literally had the death that we chose not to have, which is sad. <laughs> Picked him out of a lineup, dude. Like, def- it's definitely that bird that looks like it does murder. If I had to guess, I would do the blood red one that just beat <laughs> that tortoise off a cliff. I I just saw him pick up an innocent animal and chuck it at a guy and killed it. So I'm gonna go with the one that I've seen do the murder and has Marilyn Manson eyes. <laughs> I'm going to go with that one. I'll pick him. Thank you. So I just thought that was like very metal of him to just like swallow whole bones. Oh, yeah. And just well, like kill he probably, humans. Like, <laughs> he probably threatened those other scientists. He's like, you better keep your fucking clap trap yeah. shut. So there's really great well, pictures, uh, videos of them swallowing bones. My favorite video that I like, I, I usually go to YouTube and try to just like see these animals in action, you know? There is a YouTube video I recommend everyone watch. Okay. It is by Merrick Joukowsky, wildlife photographer. It's just called Bearded Vulture Spain, also known as the Lammerger, whatever, which is the other word for this thing. The It's just like a, a seven and a half minute clip of just bearded vultures just living their lives, eating, walking around. The soundtrack to this video, I don't know what, if, I don't think this is, like, Spanish music. I don't know what the music is, but there's, like, such a vibe and just, like, incredible, like, cultural music from fucking somewhere that is, like, amazing. And just, like, watching this thing eat a lamb's foot while it's going on, it, it, I, I, I'm, it's indescribable. I can't describe it. The whole vibe. It's just an entire experience. And, like, I was going to watch 10 seconds of it, and then I would watch twice. Like, it's just, like, (laughs) it's insane. I just need you all to watch that. So when you have, at the end of this, please tune in to that video. It's incredible. Okay. All right, so the reading of this guy. So he is going to occupy a large territory. You know, he's a big bird. He can fly around. So he's got a big little spot. But he's going to just forage around, like, two square kilometers a day. Just kind of peruse the land, see see the sites, see if there's any men to kill. The breeding period is pretty variable. Uh, they're going to be generally solitary and only going to, like, come together for breeding. And then they're going to co-parent and help raise that chick together. Mm-hmm. And once they are, like, paired up, they're very close. So they're going to stick together. Um, there's a lot of displaying, I guess, that they do. Like, uh, show their talons, tumble through the sky. They do that crazy thing where they, like, grab feet and, like, spiral out of control. Like, lock feet Ooh. and, like, do this, like, okay. crazy mating stuff, which is apparently uh-huh. very cool. They're going to make a nest of sticks. And okay. it's quite large. So it's about a meter or three and a half feet across. Or, and 69 centimeters or 27 <laughs> inches nice. deep. Yeah. So it's a nice, comfy, big spot. <laughs> nice. The females are going to lay like one to two eggs, very rarely, uh-huh. three. They're going to incubate them for 53 to 60 days. 
and they're going to stay in the nest for about 130 days until they fledge okay. and they fly out on their own. But they're still mm-hmm. going to be pretty dependent and like visiting the nest and hanging out with their parents for about two mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So then the like offset, of course, is like they're only going to nest every other like every two years, you know, because they're going to raise that chick during that period. Yes, yes. Um, and then the nest, they're going to make the nests because they are can fly and, like, crazy, hard-to-reach outcroppings just to make sure that, like, mammals can't sneak around and grab your babies when you're not paying attention. <laughs> if you're a spooky boy that's out there scaring others, you want to make sure you yourself don't get scared. <laughs> yeah, you want to make sure that you are allowed to live. Okay, so conservation-wise of this kind of mm-hmm. crazy species, like I said, he has, like, that really wide range but the issue is that he is, like, extinct in, like, parts of his, like, original habitat that he was. Or, yeah. not extinct, I guess. Well, I mean, maybe. But definitely a drastic decline in some of the areas that he was native to previously. Okay. But as a whole, the species is near-threatened. Uh, mm-hmm. Specifically, Europe had a really drastic decline. And a lot of this is due, of course, to humans because we're terrible. But he had a really poor reputation because people thought that he oh. stole babies. <laughs> Which I guess is super valid. Like, if you used to see him with, like, a bundle flying around, like, yeeting marmots off cliffs and, like, bringing dead corpses to his chick, like, one or many of them could look like just, like, bundles of babies. Um, And he does legitimately steal livestock. So, like, that is legitimate. I was going to say, like, I I bet in the grand scheme of things, like, he's stolen a baby. Why wouldn't he? Easy pickings. Okay. If he's picking up marmots, like, he's stealing a baby. Right. Way less hair on to pluck on a baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they, they had this really poor reputation, and they did have, like, bounties for vultures. So really sharp decline um, in areas, like, specifically the Alps. And by the beginning of the 20th century, they were, like, almost completely extinct from the Alps. But they had started reintroduction programs and were realizing, like, okay, like, maybe we shouldn't have just, like, uh, eradicated this bird. So they started doing yeah. reintroduction in the 1970s was the first one. And it wasn't very successful successful because what they were doing is they were actually capturing them from other areas and relocating them. Um, but actually oh. catching them is very hard. And then moving them yeah. is very hard. And they were just, like, dying of, like, capture myopathy and just, like, stress. Yeah. So that was not working. So they tried again in 1987. And this one went a little bit better. So what they were doing is actually breeding them in captivity and human care. And then once they were hatched out but not fledged, they would place them into the wild and then hand feed them uh, food until they were ready to go. And then they were, like, established there. And then they would, like, hatch out or, like, fledge there and learn to fly and then be, like, big, giant, beautiful birds in the Alps. And that was actually pretty successful, so they've released over 200 since 1987 to 2015, and they're now, mm-hmm. like, more established, reestablished in that area. Okay. Just That's by, good. like, dropping a baby off, basically. <laughs> do what you gotta do, man. But the overall decline is due to, of course, like, humans, um, increase of our population, our infrastructure, all that is gonna cause a decline in the vulture population because it's decreasing habitat space. We're yeah. taking all the crags out. Um, Damn it. I guess, like, they need those. collisions with energy infrastructure, they noted a lot. So power lines and other sorts of things that are just, like, popping up into the air, I guess they run into those, like, uh, where it's, like, an issue. Um, of course, yeah. reduced food availability, um, poisons, which all vultures face, you know, from uh, yes. um, from. Poisonings and then things like trophy hunting as well. So just like direct persecution, people just want to shoot them. So there are like mitigation plans in place, obviously, that um, reestablishing those populations in in places where they were eradicated. um, But just like uh, kind of mitigating the issues with like previously existing energy infrastructures as well as like redesigning new ones to where maybe they aren't such a uh, an issue with birds just flying into them and getting electrocuted and then outreach programs so like explaining to people they're not going to steal your babies they're not like the spawn of satan they will not drop a tortoise on your head they're eating the bones <laughs> like they're literally cleaning up the garbage like they aren't you know coming for you so education to help stop like poisonings of vultures and stuff too is going to help out yeah, the species so as a whole 
So, um, in media, I mean, they've been around a long time, obviously, and mm-hmm. there's a couple of, like, mythos. The Iranian mythology considers them a symbol of luck and happiness, and anyone that shoots them would then die in 40 days, which I also thought was very, just like, the ring. 40 days. Like, you answer yeah. the phone in seven days, so I was like, that's also very spooky, because you would just oh die in 40 days if you shoot one. I feel like 40 days is just enough time for you to maybe forget how many days have passed. Yeah. And to add to this unease a little bit. I know. Bit. I feel like we should bring that back to keep the poachers from stopping to killing them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sure. the Greeks used something called ornithomancers, which I guess were people who, like, predicted the future and guided, like, p- politics by just, like, watching what birds did. And one of the birds oh that they would <laughs> One of the birds they <laughs> would watch. Bird nerds um, are out here like, we need this the to bird predict in, the future. The bearded vulture. <laughs> they would just, like, watch how birds flew, and then they were just like, you should vote Democrat. I don't know. I don't know what they did. <laughs> oh, my God. That could be your new job. Yeah, I could watch birds all day. <laughs> Bring it back. Uh, then, of course, that Greek playwright with the guy's head shattered in. And then, apparently, they're also in the Bible, and they're listed as one Ooh. of the birds forbidden to be eaten. Oh. Okay. Why is that? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Probably because they're spooky looking. Probably because they're just full of bones. Um, oh, that'll do it. I couldn't find any of them in the United States zoos, so tough shit for oh, okay. all of us. Uh, a long time ago, I think San Diego Zoo had some, but they no longer do. But mm-hmm. they are common in European zoos, those breeding programs, captive breeding and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there are some pretty good videos of them um, in zoos. So that is very cool. That's really cool, yeah. So that is kind of all that I have. I did want to say very honorable mention on patreon to carly who suggested an animal that i was like going to do um it's called the pearl fish the only thing is that it has five minutes of information which i will now tell you um the pearl fish is a fish that lives in tropical waters and there's a, a number of different species but one of well some of them are just like symbiotically living with like hosts right like they live inside um yes like oysters and shit which is why they're called a pearl fish they were found like with the pearl and like a clam whatever the hell cute but some of them also parasitically live inside species including one that lives inside or several that live inside sea cucumbers buttholes um oh so (laughs) apparently there's like a new show on netflix Hmm. called absurd absurd planet if you want to learn more um, but up to, like, 14 pearlfish can just live in the asshole of a sea cucumber, which is horrific and also very spooky. So thank you so much for what that, is that suggestion. <laughs> what does that say about the roominess of the asshole of that sea cucumber? I mean... 14 fish can get in there. It's insane. And sometimes they go head first. Sometimes they go butt first. And they, like... Because <laughs> sea cucumbers, like, breathe through their bunghole. So they just sit there and, like, wait for it to take a breath. And then when it, like, takes a breath, they just, like, slip in. Wow, dude, that's the fastest way to make me really nervous about my butthole. Yeah, so there that's the honorable mention of this episode. It's just a fish that lives in something's asshole. As long as it's not mine. It's, that's true. Someone else's butt, that's fine. That's fine. Wow, 14 fish. Okay. 14 and one asshole. <laughs> She's like, that sea cucumber's like, I've never done this before. Meanwhile, 14 fish are up her asshole. <laughs> okay. Okay. Womp. Okay. Yeah, we all believe you. <laughs> so that is the bearded vulture. I love it. Hit me with that tilde. Yeah, I was going to, and then I threw my notes on the floor, and then I realized, like, oh fuck, I still need this. <laughs> so this is the bearded vulture. This is a vulture, and the Exhibitiformes order, which is the diurnal birds of prey, like hawk, eagles, and kites. It lives in mountainous regions. Anywhere from Europe to, like, East Siberia, some located in Africa, but they're going to be fine in, like, cliff regions, mountainous regions, craggy, rock work, motherfucking places. Um, They're big. They're really big. The females are slightly larger. They don't have a bald head. Like, you're going to typically see a vulture. And, of course, as we learned through the episodes, because they're not sticking their heads really necessarily in gross shit, because they're just consuming bones. So most of their diet is made up of bones. Um, over like 85 to 90 percent and what they're actually after is that bone marrow but their stomach acid is so acidic it can consume a really large bone in over 24 hours and it's very nutritious and delicious which is why they go for it um so they're the enemy number one of the skeleton 
They can also crack bones if they need to. If the bones are too big, they can fly around, drop them from a large height. They can, of course, like, chop some brittle things up with their, like, scissor-sharp beak as well. Um, they will consume meat as needed, so it's not like they can't do that, but they will um, chop on that, usually around breeding season, and give some to their chicks as well. They do attack live prey, some smaller stuff they'll pick up and throw, but if it's big, they'll just, like, come over and scare it and beat the shit out of it till it falls off a cliff and falls to its death, and then they will kill it. May have done that to a man, may not have. No one <laughs> really knows. We'll never know. No one is gonna know. The breeding happens kind of year-round. They're going to make a huge-ass nest. They're going to hang out together, do some, like, courtship stuff, both take care of the nest. Um, they have a really unique appearance with their coloration. They're actually, like, white and kind of gray, but they're bathing in this, like, rust-colored, sandy clay, silt water bullshit that gives them this, like, reddish clay appearance. As a whole, they are near-threatened, but they were eradicated in certain areas due to people thinking that they stole actual babies. They have been reintroduced into the Alps, and um, their numbers do continue to decline, but hopefully with like outreach and things like Volpro, um, they can um, have a resurgence, and we can bring these babies back, because they're cool AF. Hell yeah. I love a spooky baby. That's all I have. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Um, you can always reach us on any social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as email at keeperchat at gmail.com. Um, you can check us out on keeperchatpodcast.com where we do have some blog posts, all of the episodes, um, and some information, including how much money we've donated to conservation, which is great, because we do donate to conservation, which is um, a lot of what's going on when you join patreon.com. You're supporting the podcast and keeping us ad-free, but really you're just paying for conservation money because we don't really spend any of that money at all. Um, <laughs> so check us out on Patreon. You can do fun things like movie nights, game nights, join the Discord, and, of course, recommend what episodes are going to be on every single week. But if you also have an idea for a quick and dirty, you can just email us on any of those social media platforms. And that's it. Thank you guys so much. Um, the next time we talk, we'll know what tattoo this poor man is getting. And that would be very exciting. Yes, we're so excited. And I think by the time you guys hear this, you'll already know. So Oh, yeah. Just rage, I guess. <laughs> just fucking scream just rage. about it. Just rage. We'll mm -hmm. talk to you later. Uh, bye. Smell you later. Bye.